Hey guys, this is Todd Finley from HBCU Grad. I want to thank you for listening to another episode. This episode, um, we talked to Kadero Hodge of the Cleveland Browns. Um, this was recorded during the summer. Uh, he was on a boat. So it's a really, really fun interview. We talk about HBCUs, talk about football, we talk about the NFL, we talk about a little bit of everything coming from a professional athlete that went to HBCU. So I really think you're going to enjoy and I hope you do. Okay, okay. Don't hurt yourselves out there, man. That's live. That's got live. What? <laughs> you living that good life. Yeah. We can't see you, Kadera. Okay. There we go. Hello? Yep. Can you hear us? Oh, yeah. I hear you now. Okay. Sure. Man, you know, when they when they ask me, me to Yeah, if I can hear you. Can you hear me? Can you hear us? I don't hear him. Yeah, I can. I, we can hear you. Yeah, I, we can hear you. Y'all hear me? Yeah. yeah. I can't hear y'all. You can't. You can't hear us. What? How about now? Can you hear us now? Oh no, we gonna. He's gonna get it right because we we heard him before. Can you hear him, Mike? Yeah, I, I can hear him. Okay. He probably okay, jump off and jump back on. Yeah, he'll jump back on. So we're just waiting for Cadero to come back on. Uh this is the first episode of uh HBCU Grad Live. Uh you got me, Ty Finley, the founder of HBCU Grad. We got just Mikey, top host What's in the up, y'all? What's up, bro? <laughs> So we're just waiting for Kadero to come back on. I think we got him now. I'm back on. Yeah. Can you can you hear I us now, Kadero? Yeah. All right, cool. Where, where you at? I'm in Austin right now, man. Down there in Austin? Okay. We out here in Right. That's what's up, man. When they used to have me come out there for flag football, I used to tell them, man, I had the best hands in the world. Oh, you and used when to I go used crazy? To my, oh, I used to go crazy, man. It's just that speed wasn't there, man. You know, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that, that's the that's the whole key. That's the whole key. So, how's everything been going with the with the whole COVID thing, and you know, trying to make sure you still get in what you got to get in. How's everything going? Uh, right now, man. I mean, in Houston, a couple gyms open. The gym I, I work out at is like part gym, part rehab center, so it's still like medically legal to be open okay right so, right um i still work out there five to five days a week and uh uh case kingdom is also there training with me so that's good to get in some rocks to him and catch and right now man we're just out here with bake right now he got all the receivers out here man just wanted to get some rocks together and throw throw a little bit that's what's does, does bake really throw hard like they say he does yeah he got a cannon now <laughs> you got a can. You got to get your head around with bait. I, I'll say that for sure. Right, right. That's good. Now, tell me, Kadera, how were you as a child? Like, were you always athletic? Were you one that grew late? Were you mischievous and then said, I'm going to get into sports to get my life together? What was, what were you like? 
Um, I wouldn't say. I would say I was mischievous, but I was more like on the slick side. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, I can. I can tell. I was. <laughs> I was more on like the slick side of things. Like I did my dirt, but I didn't get in trouble, and other right. people did. Right. So I would be like the slick good kid, but I always had a good face. Actually, I right. was more like growing up. I was more of like the shy guy. Yo. I, I was more of like the shy guy. Uh huh. Oh, I'm on the phone. That's why I got you. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> um, I was more like the shy kid and low key, like I still am. Right. Um, I don't talk as much, but once you get me going, and I'll open up and become me. But uh, right. on the mischievous side, I wouldn't say like I was a troublemaker at all. Not during school or anything. Uh, I would say I was actually more of like the nerd guy that was sitting in front of class and get my grades. That's what's up, ball. though. I'm going to play ball at the same time. That's what's up. Right. Yeah. So what was like your motivation in, uh, in high school? Uh, man, my motivation was really just coming home to, man, just – seeing my mom, seeing uh, our family living how we were living and knowing that with my athletic ability, like I could do something about it and change that, man. Just just seeing how we were living the tough, the hard times. She didn't have a job, man. I, we was we had to move in with my grandma and my grandpa just to, uh, just to have somewhere to stay, man. We got kicked out of the apartment, just had to move in with them, man. And I had just put in my head as a kid that I gotta, I gotta be the difference. And, since then, I always thought I was the chosen one. That's love. That's right. love. That's deep. Right. Sure. Right. Now, now, what, how were you in high school? Were you one that was, like, dominating out there or didn't take to second half of the senior season before you start really taking off? Well, you know, how wow. So it was crazy because as soon as I hit the field, I started going crazy. It was kind of surprising okay. for me. Uh, 10th grade, I actually started out my first game as a high school. I was playing receiver. Okay. But uh and the quarterback went down. It was like some movie stuff for real. The quarterback got hurt. Mm. The quarterback got hurt and I came and I was the second screen quarterback. So I came in and we were down we were down like uh I think it was like sixteen or nothing. Okay. And I came in second half, man, we just started coming back, coming back and it was and it was uh like fourteen to sixteen, last drive of the fourth quarter, and I had the mm-hmm. ball, man. It was like on the, like on the ten yard line, and I was trying to scramble out and fumble. It was mm. the worst. And to this day, that was, that's probably one of the worst plays I had like in life. I like instantly started crying as a tenth grader, and they was like, "It's okay," but I had started being productive at that at that point in high school. Right. Okay. Okay. What would you say your hardest high school game was? My hardest, it was uh, South State. We played uh, St. Stanislaus. We went into overtime and everything, man. It, um, I got hurt. Another movie scene. <laughs> uh, I got hurt like on one drive, and the backup quarterback had to come in, and everybody was booing because he was doing bad. And I had came in like hurt. I like broke my foot, so I came back in a couple plays and ended up throwing like the game winning touchdown. And so that, that's probably that was the best game. Like, yeah, that's the best game of my life, right there. Though, like, I still talk. I was like talking about that last week to the fellas in high school. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, now, why did you choose Prairie View? Prairie View chose me. I can say that because mm -hmm. I didn't have come. I, I went to Alcorn first. Then mm -hmm. I went to junior college. But when I got to junior college, I didn't get any playing time, bro. Like, I didn't get in as a receiver. That was my first time in life playing receiver. And I didn't mm. get in, like, at all. Like, I mean, no playing time, no special teams, no nothing. And because of the stuff I did at Allcorn playing quarterback, the offense coordinator at Allcorn that ended up being the head coach at Prairie View. Oh, wow. He knew what I could do as far as my athletic ability, and he wanted me to come and play receiver with him. And I didn't have any more offers, so I was like, I got to take this. So it's like last resort, and it was like – I answered from God because I had nothing else. I'm like, man, I done made a mistake after leaving a D1AA and coming to go and then having nothing, nothing to fall back on. And right. He came right. out of nowhere, man. And I just, I didn't even take a visit to Prairie View. I didn't know where it, where it was or how it looked. I just went and I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. And he put me right. on full scally, man. And I've been rocking ever since. Right. So, right. like, once you got into, like, the whole swing of things, like, how did it feel to be at? In like HBCU after you found out, you're like, oh snap, I'm at an um, HBCU. That actually happened like the first, the first, the first week I was at my the first week I was at PB. The first day I went down, I was like, man, ain't no way I, I done came to HBCU again, man. I did not want to. But then like once I started living the lifestyle, I'm like, bro, this is exactly where I supposed to be. Like, I wouldn't exactly. trade that experience for nothing in the world. Like, that's why I actually became a man that's why i grew up i learned new things i like met new people like new connects like everything about preview and going to an hbcu i can say it was a positive and it, it, it influenced me in a positive way right right that's love that's love now when you bump into players in the league that went to big schools and they found out you went to a small school how do they react to that are they do they show respect? They say, wow, how did you pick it from there? Or is it one of those, like, you can't be on my level? They show respect because of they see what I can do. But once I tell them, like, I don't even say prayer to you. I'm, I rep the, I'm like, PV. And they like, PV. I'm like, yeah, PV. And they like, what's that? I'm like, HBCU, man. So you need to pull up. You need to look us up. So I'm telling them everything about it. Like, you're going to know about it soon. So I'm right. repping hard, maybe like respect. I like how you like got got your college back. You know what I'm saying? Just repping your school. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna do that to the day I die. Right, right. So what right. like? So what did you study though? When you was at PV? I just I, I did kinesiology coming out of school. I wanted to be a physical therapist. I still might go back. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> you doing that? That's the and I wanted. To yeah, do I'm doing kinesiology. I'm loving it though. Uh, so I go to North Carolina A and T. So, you know that's that Aggie pride. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I miss my dog Tariq and Tony, Tony McCray. Yeah, talk to them, talk to them. They show love too. They always come back show love. I'm about to. You said what now? They always come back to. They always come back to A and T. Show love. Oh yeah, always you. just you feel me. Got to. It's deep. It's deep. But I don't even think like big time schools, like people that go to the big time schools really go back. They really be showing love. But it seems like HBCU players always show love today. HBCU way more. Oh, it's deep. Bro. They, you, 
once you it's like you gotta you gotta you gotta go back like you know what you've been through and you want you want and, and if you make it you want everybody else to make it because you, you see you see how it is man you see how 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 you influence others man like since i've been in man like pv been actually like trending like it's been three years in a row that we had like football players going to the league and how they come back and show me love just saying like you open the door man it actually like humbles you and but it also like you like thankful for even coming back man because it's like dang i'm really blessed with these little fellas man. right what was the what was the thing that that surprised you most about the NFL? Was it the speed? Was it the strength? Was it how hard it was? What surprised you the most when you got to the league? And, uh, speed, really the strength. I can say, yeah, it was more. It was more of the speed and just how athletic guys were. The yeah. DNs and everything are like big receivers that can't. Everybody just bigger and just more athletic, and even right. So tell us the transition from like he about to he going in though. Hey, no cap, like he really on like the water though. Like, <laughs> like he really just on the water just chilling with the guys though. Like that's love. <laughs> just floating with it. Just floating with it though. Like, Hello. So you just living you first off, you living that good life. I ain't even gonna hold you. I mean like it's looking like quarantine doing you justice, bro. Keep it hot. I, I can say quarantine. I'm not gonna say quarantine was a good thing, but quarantine was a good thing at the same time because it actually like I have time to focus on myself and see what I need to work on and also like look at what I could do as far as bettering myself and even as an athlete and as a business person like it just gives me more time to just actually think of things off the field instead of spending my money on the field that's that I get from the field all the time just just it's just helping me honestly I see you've been on TikTok See you been on TikTok. I see you been on TikTok going crazy, man. Hey, that's my thing right there. That might have been one of the best things they ever finished. <laughs> hey, I, hey, I try to tell people TikTok is a thing, and nobody believes me. TikTok is where it's at. I can entertain myself all day on TikTok. I be singing, man. You be clowning on TikTok, bro. Hey, he's a fool on TikTok. That's my little acting skills, man. I be trying to do my thing with the acting. Right, right. That's what's up. Now, now we yeah yeah you should you got it now now me and and mikey we're both browns fans i'm from cleveland mikey's from columbus why do most browns players live on the west side of cleveland honestly i don't even know bro that's where they put me at and i was like wherever you yeah whatever yeah they the east side ain't where it's at man east side is where it's at like it's you know and they put where it's at they push everybody they to the west side. I'm all. Nah, bro. They say you get robbed over there. No, man. Uh, Eastside Cleveland, not that bad, man. Man, Eastside of Cleveland is they, perfect, man. 
That's word on the street, bro. No, man, you 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 call us, you won't have any problems. I promise. But, but, you, but if you're not from Cleveland, then they gonna try to you feel me? They gonna try to treat you like you're not from Cleveland. But you can't really tell. Oh, you can tell who's not from Cleveland. You feel me? Yeah, I wasn't really just far as like just worried about it. I just didn't even want to because I had to move in. A, I had to get an apartment like a week, so I ain't really had time to search. Right. So, right. So, right. So how was that transition? From from going to the, like going from Los Angeles to Cleveland, like how was that? Totally different lifestyle. Totally different. Because I mean, that's Los Angeles. L.A. is crazy. I could say like that's one of the best places I've been in life. It's just crazy out there, but it's expensive. And coming from that weather to Cleveland weather. <laughs> right. I, no joke. I, I never, I never been in the cold like in my whole life. Yeah. And yeah. To actually play it and then live in it, like I was like, bro. When they got to the point where it was like fifty-five degrees and it was like, oh, it's warm outside. Oh, I had, I said, it's time to go. Right. <laughs> right. I feel that. Ryan. Now, now you seem to you seem to be humble, and you have some humility. How do you maintain that, and where did you get it from? Uh, really, man, I'm just a humble person to be real. Um, I can say I really got that from my grandpa. Okay, he's a pastor. I really looked up to him as a kid. I followed okay. his footsteps. Was trying to be was everything. He always told me work hard, but remain humble because he can't take it away. So uh, right. I'm not going to say I'm on the field. I'm not going to say I'm a humble person. I'm going to talk my noise because that's, that's how I turn up. That's how I, that's how I turn myself up. But off mm-hmm. the field, man, I'm, I'm humble. I tell you, I'm not going to think I'm above no one because they can be taken away from me at any time. Right. That's love, though. So what is totally honest? What is the greatest part about being in the NFL? The greatest part. The greatest is actually, man, just living my dream, bro. Like, it really hit me when I first seen myself on, like, my actual picture on Madden. And I was like, wow, bro, this is what I've been saying, like, I wanted to do when I, since I was, like, six or seven years old. Right. Like, I want to be on, like, I'm going to be on this. Like, I'm going to have my picture on Madden. Of course, I'm still upset with my uh, attributes. <laughs> but uh that's the that's the biggest like that might be one of the biggest biggest satisfactions I've, I've had and of course the money coming from poor family uh being able to provide my family the way i am man and just and just being comfortable instead of just living check to check all the time man it's it's it's, it's a blessing that's yeah. deep right what's your game day routine Start start with the night. Start with the night before. Go through the night. Give me the meals. Give me, you know, what time. Give me everything. Uh, the night before? You talking about meetings and everything? Or yeah. Meet? Yeah, meetings and you. Like, what do you, you know, Okay, what do you do? meetings. Okay, meetings. We'll probably have to be able to meet to the hotel. We have a team. You know, we meet at the team hotel around 7. Uh, I'm on special team, so... We have, the, we have a special teams meeting for about 30 minutes or so, and then team meeting for about 15 minutes. Just a little motivational thing, just getting our minds clear because they don't want to meet too long and stress us out too much. So we'll be done around like 9 or something like that. Uh, once I get to the room, 
always like usually make a couple phone calls, call my grandpa, call my mom. They just tell me like trying to get me prepared, get my mind ready for whatever's gonna happen tomorrow. Don't overthink things. Don't get too anxious that uh I do my I do my stretching, do my stretching, I can be a little loose. And then I end it with a prayer. End it with my little prayer, man. I try to do that every night or as much as I can. If I don't, which I don't, I ain't gonna say I do it every night. But usually on every before every game night, I try to I try to do my little prayer. And by that time, man, you little hydration, something like that, and I'm I'm in the bed. So maybe about 11, 10, 30, 11. Uh-huh. Discipline, discipline, and then and then game day, then game day. When you get up, how does it go from game day to one o'clock? From game the time day, you get up to one o'clock, I wake up yeah. And I got I got my uh, my pill, my beast pill going. Now I need to hear loud music, so I'm gonna wake up. I got my future with Drake, whoever I feel like going on that day. I got somebody. He said, "Gotta get it." Get in that, get in that mode, you me? So I'm waking up. I got that plan. Big, big pill when I'm ready to go. I got the Drake in my ear, or whatever. I'm a Drake fan, y'all. Oh, trust me, I'm a Drake fan too, man. I, oh, I really think it's a light skin thing. I think it's a light skin thing. <laughs> <laughs> Love uh, it, bro. And we had the uh, pregame meal, whatnot. I'm chilling. We talked to the fellas a little bit. Get to the bus before the game, doing the same thing in the locker room. And they had the music going, but I had my headphones in. I look over the plays just to make sure I'm good on everything, the game plan and whatnot. And then we hit the field and do our little warm up. And I'm hyped from there. Right. What's so, your game day like, meal? Man, the game day is oh, I can say Cleveland has some of the best fans I've been around. Yeah, man. LA, LA fans are like bougie. They don't say nothing. Oh, <laughs> Cleveland gonna turn you up. Cleveland gonna turn you LA up. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking. Like, we're serious, man. They just, I mean, I, I, we all Cleveland fans. I'm gonna just tell you now, like. It's just a different. It's a different type of atmosphere, in Cleveland. Because I mean, it don't matter. Like Cleveland gonna go hard for Cleveland, one hundred percent. It don't matter the record or nothing. They it don't matter. matter about nothing. They love it. So they like, it. so do you have any like anything like you gotta do before like a game to like just like you you wear like special socks or like you got like a necklace or something like you hold troops. I know a lot of players like they got like symbols and everything like. They need for to play or some something like that. You have anything that like you go deer or nothing? Or you just go out there you just get to that mind? Uh, um, my grandma passed a couple a couple years ago, so every game that I have my t I have her t shirt. I have her t shirt with me in my locker, and I'll just kiss it and kiss the bobber and just say look over me, stuff like that, and just guide me, stuff like that. But uh. As far as like socks or something like that, nah, I don't have nothing like that. I, now I got her in my bubble. That's it. Okay. I love, I love it. You're right. Who's the best player you played against uh, in co- in high school, college, pro? Who's the best one? Uh, high school. Oh, 
or maybe give me somebody that didn't make it that if they had the same opportunity or if they had the opportunity, they would have made it. That was probably the best player that you ever played. Oh, man. Uh, actually, someone I played with in high school, bro. It's, uh, it's my little brother, actually. He's my cousin. Man. I call him my little brother, man. He just a bonehead, bro. Most He's one of those guys that just athletic, just wake up athletic, don't have to train. He can just get down that natural speed and talent. He's a receiver. He has ball skills everything. Like, he can go over everybody's head, fast than everybody, and run every route, man. He can do whatever he want to do on the field, man. Made a couple of bad decisions, man. Just got around the wrong crowd. I try to guide him. Still trying to guide him to the day, man, but in high school, that's that's probably one of the most decorated guys I've been around. College, uh, I'm about to say, uh, the Willie Blair from Southern and Lecture. He was crazy. Yeah, hurt. Uh, bro, he was amazing. Like, he, he was a small dude. He was like, like, he was like five, five. 
connected with guys, man, and just don't lose the faith. Do you do you encourage athletes to go to HBCUs? Every day. Every day. And you don't know what you're missing out on until you actually go. They're just looking at media. They're looking at what they get from the media and stuff like that. But I'm like, you gotta actually live that life to know, bro. And I show my friends that all the time. Like they didn't go to HBCU or school at all. And they like, bro. Y'all living like this out here? I'm like, yes, but it's like every day, bro. <laughs> I'm like, right. Right. you have no clue, bro. Like I did. Like it changed my whole perception on HBCUs once I went, I swear. So what was like your greatest moment um in college? You would say if you had if, if you could pick three. My greatest moments on the field or off the field? Both. Uh of course, one was graduation for sure. That's that's something I love. On the field was when I went crazy on Pine Bluff. I broke the record. Uh, I broke the yards record on now with like 250, something Ooh. like that, like three tubs. Uh, something else off the field. If we've been honest, I would say the party life. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> the party right. life was. He's different at the HBCU. Is was a whole different level. If I'm being honest, bro, that was yeah, just some really inspirational shit. I'm just right <laughs> yeah. that's not that's not like bait. Is that bait? Listen up, bro. HBC, I'm at to bring you out the PV. Yeah, bring them out there. That's Austin Hooper. <laughs> oh, Austin. Austin got some. Yeah, he got one. Right. I'm already knowing. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's about it, really. Though. I loved it on the campus. That's probably one of the nicest campuses I've been on, especially for HBCUs compared to any other ones I've been to, like Jackson State or Alcorn or something like that. The campus mm-hmm. is beautiful, and they still building. So, yeah, yeah PB, a lot right. of great memories. Actually. Right. Well, you need to come nah. to A&T. That's all I'm saying. You need to come visit A&T. <laughs> hey, mm-hmm. hey, you, hey, you think PB was tough? <laughs> A-A-T, I, uh, I don't know about that, bro. I, I promise you. Come, you. You should come for Gio. Come for Gio. The greatest homecoming on earth. You already know. You so disrespectful. The greatest homecoming on earth. <laughs> greatest. No way. I ain't going to disrespect people like that. I know we number one. Oh, not even. It's not even close. It's not even no competition. It's not no competition. Promise you. No. Promise you. You got to pull up. You got to pull up. I will. I, I'm telling you. I pull up. You you been to PV Homecoming? I ain't never been to PV Homecoming. Okay. I pull up, then you got to pull up. Dog. All right. I'm going to DM you. I'm going to DM you. You got to plug me in. We're going to go to PV Homecoming. We're going to make that happen. I'm trying to see what, I'm, 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 I'm I'm trying to see what the hype is about. I'm trying to see what the hype is about. Just be prepared for a life change. That's all. I'm gonna say. Uh, that it sounds good. <laughs> hey, really? you know it's, it's it's always good to see you know your little brothers arguing over some stuff and you know you know you big dog. You know ain't nothing even close to fam you. Like it's not even close. You know, Ooh. fam, fam you. I think like y'all hype for real, man. For real. Hey, I'm trying to tell you, it's the real deal. Like it's. It's on another level to the point where we ain't even really got to talk about it. Oh, like, no, because on Twitter, they talking about they want to come to a and I heard about fam, though. So I can't even hate on fam. 
Yeah, fam, fam, the real deal. <laughs> so I saw on Instagram you be having a little cheat days, huh? So, so I see on Instagram uh, them them cheat days. So how do you pick oh, up your cheat days? I'm a big time foodie. I can. I eat so much food, man. I'll be surprised. I work had to work it off, but um. I, any time I get cheat day, I try to I try to go crazy. The coronavirus kind of messed it up. I was gonna try to make it a weekly thing, but any time I try to, any time I get a, any time I get a cheat day, then I be trying to. I'm talking about eat anything I can. Right. So what's like right. the greatest food spot in Cleveland that that you know of? And then uh, you. So far, the best thing I've been to was Zanzibar, and that was like just because they had the soul rolls. I'm big on soul food. Yeah. Those so soul rolls are the truth out of Zanzibar. It's real. You, you had them? It's real. Oh yeah, yo, the, the soul rolls are the truth. You got to get the uh, you got to get the catfish. Uh, it's like a catfish appetizer from there too. So I the soul had that. Rolls I had that. Yeah, yep. that sauce that they have is the truth. Have you had a corned beef out of Cleveland yet? What's my a corned beef? No, I ain't had that. Oh, you gotta yeah, tap in with that. You missing out. You gotta have a corned beef sandwich from Cleveland. You gotta get one from either Slimus or Corky's and Lenny. I was about to say, I was about to say the first one. I was about to say the first one. It, it's yeah. different. It's different with the fries. You gotta get a little bit of fries too. Fries inside. Right. I'm about to check it out then. I ain't heard about it. It's that. always good. So like yeah, you- the lifestyle that you living, the lifestyle that you living. If you could, if you could take that away and just and just go into the whole kinesiology field and everything like that, would you do that after um, after NFL? Like after the NFL? Yeah, I really could. Like I said, man, I was I've been a nerd. I've been loving that since I was like in seventh grade. I always wanted to do that, so I could see myself doing that. But at the same time, I can't see myself. Really, just going back to school and just yeah, that's what's really like. I gotta get my mind back in school mode because once I got out of it, I was like, all right, I need a break. That's exactly what my brother said. Cause, cause my brother, um, he went to Northwestern and then he went to the Buccaneers and then he went to the Eagles. So and then he went to the XFL. You know, they went bankrupt. So he, yeah, he, he waited on that, but he got the degrees from Northwestern. So I'm just like, bro, you better get you a good job. Facts. That's facts. For sure, for sure. Because at the end of the day, like, it's always going to be love. Now, you, now you said you've had a chance to focus on some business. If you could, if are you thinking about starting a business while you're in the league, or would that be something that you do after you get out the league? Right now, everything. I'm trying to do as much as I can. I ain't trying to invest too much, but I'm like looking into stuff to invest and just start my own little everything right now. Uh, I'm around a couple of players that's retired or a couple of players that have been in the league for like 10 plus years and they're like really mentors just telling right. me what I need to do with my money and how I need and just and how, and how everything works. So right now I'm just trying to make the best move. Right. Have you, been, have you looked into sports cars? Sports cars? Yeah, sports, sports cars. Cards or cards? Yeah, cards like football cards, basketball cards. You know. Oh no, no, I haven't. Uh-uh. You you gotta look at them, man. The, the Scottie Pippen rookie cards 
went from $30 a month ago before the whole Jordan thing came out. And now they're trading at like 300 bucks. Like, I think it was, yeah, it's, it's crazy. I think, yeah, it's crazy. I it's can like, imagine that. I can see that. Yeah, because of that. Like, look into that. Like, if you, because Dang. you know people that are good and you're into the business, like, if you really look and see who's about to blow or people that are historically good or people that are going to get better as they go, and you can get them early, like, so, for example, like a Giannis rookie was going for 300 bucks uh, six months ago. Now they're going for like $2,000. You know, so that, that's something that you can really look. look on eBay. Look at look at completed listings and sold listings for rookie cards. So you want to go with your PSA 10s. So they have the grading where you can grade it and you have PSA 10s. And you want to go for something that has like that's in mint condition, but go for the rookie cards. And you can take those rookie cards, man, sit on them and, you know, 50 to 100, 70 to 1,000. But the thing is, it's liquid. You can buy so much of it. And let's say you put 10 grand in, that 10 grand can go to 30 grand. So the cards, the card game is something that you can really look at. So looking at those cards. Oh, yeah, for sure. I will. Do. I ain't know nothing about that, but I appreciate you for putting me on. Yeah, those those cars are those cars are a different level when it comes to because it's you know it's it's become I don't know it's you know it's what's happening right now it's it's jumping right now it's jumping right now so like from being in like the NFL like where's like the greatest place that like you travel man Arizona was no I I lied Hawaii we played Hawaii uh, preseason. For the rounds last year, man, it was crazy. That was my first time actually going. And it's, it looks like the magazine, man. It's, I'm talking about beautiful man. Really? water. Everything is everything was everything they said it would be. Like it was, it's beautiful out there. I'm going back. Actually, I gotta go back. <laughs> I ain't never been to Hawaii. I, I gotta, I gotta go to Hawaii. Dude. I'm telling you, my go. Y'all got time. Man, my man, my best buddy lives out in Hawaii, man, and you know he's been trying to get me to come out there for a couple of years, so I'm I'm headed out there soon, man. Hawaii is man, the real deal. Put that on the to do list <laughs> for, real. for real. Yeah, Hawaii the truth. So, Have know. you met um any of the picks yet from the draft? Picks? Yeah. Have Have you met any of them? Nah, we only over Zoom. Just the uh, receiver they drafted, People Jones. But uh, we haven't. No, nah, I haven't really met any of those guys. To be honest. How does that work though? Like, do they like do they turn? Like, do they bring in rookies and they try to make like older cats become like mentors and all that? Nah, that'll be up to them, man. Whether they want to mimic another older player or see how they roll, that's on right. them. Like everything on you at that level, man. How you go about your business on you. Like, if you wanna, if you wanna do all that, and like I did, like I looked up the guys, like the guys I was playing with in LA, like Brandon Cooks and everybody else. Uh, those guys took me under the wing and showed me like how to be, how to, how to be a pro. And I've been doing it ever since, man. Just outwork the competition. And at the end of the day, you out here to feed your family. I mean, be cool with them, but at the end of the day, you competing against everybody. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's um, what's one thing that you would 
tell a rookie that they probably wouldn't know something that can really stand out is it being a good person is it about keeping the right people around them is it censoring what you do on social media what kind of insight could you give someone that's trying to make it that can make the difference that's that's not a glaring thing oh man those guys they actually look at everything man it's crazy they look at social media they look at the people you're around how you carry yourself in the locker room man just uh they look at so much stuff like you'll never know like they just got people looking at everything like this so i would say man just keep a good face hang around the right people man just walk around like you want to be there because they they looking at energy they looking at and just don't be somebody don't try to be somebody or not because that's gonna show you're not gonna be able to be somebody or not every day man just be if you're gonna be yourself be the same person every day and just be true to yourself and they'll accept you for, for who you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, like, how was it? Like, I know coming from coming from you, Mississippi, Mississippi, then you go to P, then you went to Alcorn, then you went to community college, then you went to PV, and then went to the Rams. Like, I know you had people that like you had to cut off to get to get to where you at. So, how did you go about that? Like, like having to lead people back. Oh man, I always been that type, man. If you, I feel like if you're not be- helping, like bettering me, if you're not bettering me or doing something like to push me in a positive way, or you trying to pull me down, and you just gonna be cut off like that. I mean, we ain't got no beef in them, but I gotta do what's best for me at the end of the day. Uh, one of the reasons I had actually left Alcorn because I couldn't focus. Uh, my uh, best friend went to Alcorn. We met as a freshman there. And we was like going crazy our freshman year, man. I'm talking about going out every night, everything. And I was like, man, I got to the point where I'm like, bruh, we gonna have to split, bro. So I love, so I can focus on everything and it worked out for the best. So, so. Right, right, that, that makes sense. Anything that you're working on now that you want our audience to know about? Uh, right now, I got something in the works. I don't want to say nothing right now about it because uh, <laughs> my face is not going to actually be on it, but it's going to be my business. But if it pops the right way, I think, and I pray it does, and I, well, I'm not even going to say I think, uh, I know it will, mm-hmm. then you'll see me walk up from behind the scenes then. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Now, now, when did you get into this fashion, man? I see you be trying to be a little clean a little bit. When, when did this all start? Uh, fashion, man. I always been into fashion. Like growing up, I couldn't afford it, but I look at it and put stuff together. Man, my <laughs> right. sister, uh, me and my twin sister were actually going to start like a little fashion line thing, our own little clothing line. Mm-hmm. We're both in the fashion. She do our thing with the bandits, and I'm just. Willing to open thing. Uh, I'm willing to wear anything. I think I can pull anything off. So uh, I love the I love the fashion world, man. So I've been in that for a long time, but I'm still growing and looking at other things as well. What's your favorite right. pair of shoes? I'm not big on like I like I would say Jordans. I'm not big on Jordans like that. Like I yeah, like they they kind of not growing on me no more. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So. Uh, 
I don't even know if I have a favorite pair. Like, I'm still figuring that out. Like, I still wear this and that. Like, it depends on the fit for me. Like, whatever looks best for, with the outfit, then I'm like, that's the that's the shoe for the day. That was type right. of dude I am. So what was your first um purchase when you started making money? Your first purchase. I know. I know you probably did something that was, that was tight. I already know. What was my first purchase? What was my first purchase? Not even sure, man. Uh, I, I don't know if I had bought myself some Gucci shoes or something. I did something. No, I had uh, just because I always wanted to do it. That was like my first time in the section, and I had took my family and put them in the section in the club. Man, we just went crazy. I'm talking about a couple, of, you know, you know that section life. I just went crazy just because I finally could, and I always said I wanted to do that. Right. 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 Adair, we appreciate you taking the time to talk to us, man. We wish you the best this uh, this season. Uh, we appreciate you always interacting with HBCU grad. Um, we're gonna let you finish, you know, having fun down there in Austin. We expecting some big things out the clouds this year, man. Oh, yeah. Appreciate y'all, man. I'm on 100% holding to that uh, to that homecoming, though. So just make sure for my team win this Hey, do that and then pull up to the game. I'm going to show love. Just let me know when you're coming. I got you for sure. Right. That's All right, what's you, up. Both of y'all. Appreciate it, Dale. All right, bro. Appreciate y'all. That, that was a great conversation. Um you know, a Browns player with two Browns fans, uh, a great HBCU grad live. Um, I want everyone to text HBCU to 91096 to join our text community. Follow Just Mikey. Follow HBCU grad. Um, we appreciate you for toning, tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow at 6. Uh, who we got tomorrow, Mikey? We got T Cash from North Carolina A and C. G Lee, hey, that boy is hard. That boy is a savage. You're right. That's what we got. So appreciate y'all. Have a good one. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't done so already, please join our text list. That's the best way to get in touch with us. Best way to get first access and exclusives and discounts. Text HBCU to 312-535-8511. Again, text HBCU to 312-535-8511. And if you haven't done so already, please, please, please rate us on iTunes. That helps us reach more listeners. And uh, we would really appreciate it. Have a good day.